Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi, I'm Mel. And I'm Trish. And this is the Don't Give a 50 podcast. Let's make getting old the new gold, as oh, you say. I like that. I like that one yeah, too. That was mine. I think that was mine. Fifty-ishers, it's Mel and Trish. Welcome to this week's episode of Don't Give a Fifty, a podcast for midlife women who dare to be awesome and don't give a fifty like us. We're not slowing down. We are not putting on the handbrake. We are thriving. Well, we're very much trying not to yeah. slow down. Yeah, absolutely. definitely not putting on the handbrake. Nope. We some are. days I may not move as fast as others, though. And some days we're not thriving, but we're giving it a crack anyway. So yeah. trying our best to thrive. Absolutely, that's the goal. Don't true, true that. True that. True that. True that. True that. We even talk like cool kids. <laughs> so we've had a review from 40-isher KT who wrote a review in relation to our episode with Peter Quarry and specifically about feeling the overwhelm she feels when listening to some of our chats that she's not doing enough or not achieving enough. So she wrote, loved your episode with Peter Quarry. There were so many good tips and information. I really enjoyed the last question and his response. Focus on what we have, not what we've lost. Then she went on to say, Thank you for talking about how some of your episodes can leave me as part of your tribe feeling like we're not doing or achieving enough and comparing ourselves to your guests. I get it now. Comparisonitis is the thief of all joy. joy. Absolutely. But we all get it from time to time. 100%. And she says, I get it now. Small goals with rewards. And from now on, I will happily relax on the couch and never feel guilty again. Plus, after doing my homework, I feel like I have a purpose. What a wonderful man Pete is. (laughs) So I actually love that. She's calling him Pete now too. That's She's picked yeah. that up from you, Trish, definitely. Yeah. And she goes by KT, but I know her name is Kim. So thank you, Kim. Yes, Kim, thank you. You are a legend for writing in, taking the time to give us that feedback. And, yeah, we love Peter Quarry. He, he is a great, great guest. And we are, heads up in future, we're going to have him on again because the list is endless of things that he can chat to us about. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. 
So this week's episode, we're actually introducing a new segment. Trish and I are quite excited about yeah. this. And we have decided to call it the Extraordinary in the Ordinary, Getting to Know Our Tribe. But the key there is that the people that we're going to be speaking to are anything but ordinary. They're actually extraordinary people living amongst us day to day whose stories and life experiences pretty much just go under the radar. It's so true. And when from the onset we were talking about this podcast, we did want to bring to the forefront everyday women Absolutely. living remarkable lives. Yep. They may not be a celebrity or influencers or, or published or mm. whatever the measure of success in whatever industry or realm, but they're great women. Yeah, they're, they're great. interesting. Yeah, you know, they're they the are. people that you meet over dinner or over drinks and mm. you just think, wow, yeah. I'd really love to chat with you. And it, I just think for the remaining curious about people, what they've done in their lives, and mm. I just don't think you need to be a celebrity or, you know, in that realm to be interesting. Yeah, I and I totally agree with you, Trish. I love nothing more than meeting people and mm. sitting down and hearing their story. That's how you learn. Yeah, you it know, is asking how you learn. questions and conversations backwards and forwards and so And it's how it's, you make friends too. Yeah, we and like I, having and, friends. You know, we spoke recently about people have lost the art of conversation a bit with all the technology and phones yeah. and how yeah. important it is to be connected. So, yeah, yeah so it's just a as we say, a chat with a girlfriend. Yeah, that's a really good point. So today's guest is sure to inspire and entertain you. She is a woman who once had a dream of being a stand-up comedian and we're thrilled to chat with her and to share her journey and experiences with us. We talk about interesting backgrounds, some of the interesting... Mm -hmm. Bleaching uh, anuses. <laughs> some of the interesting... <laughs> Which jobs she had. a bit of ground. <laughs> Straight out of school, we certainly did. But and she what? is a joy and oh a delight. Oh, my gosh. Just a lovely, remarkable mm. woman with such a great... Great outlook on life. Yeah, absolutely. Just one of those people you feel energised by being around because they just have such a lovely aura and presence. Yeah, absolutely. And she's very warm. Her name, by the way, is Kelly Lowry. And she's a good hugger. She gave me a hug. She's a great a hugger. Good hugger. And this is our chat with Kelly. Hey, Kelly. Welcome to Don't Give a 50. And the first instalment of our new segment, The Extraordinary in the Ordinary, except that you are anything but ordinary. How are you today? Yeah, really well. What a lovely thing to say. What a great intro. And I am so excited to be here. We, we are thrilled. <laughs> Sorry, Trish. Now, you may get through this, Kelly, but just beware, we do have a tendency to talk over each other and our guests. Brilliant. Brilliant. Work in progress. <laughs> it is still... We just get too excited. We've <laughs> only done 83 episodes and we're still doing it, Trish. We're working on it, and Kelly. And Gordo said, you're like two dogs let off a leash. <laughs> You're too excited. Somebody left the gate open. Just nice. When we get in this studio and we hit record, oh, Kelly. No, so fun. We can't help it. <laughs> so, sorry, Trish, I'll just put this no, you a go. little bit I in I don't even know what I was going to say now. Okay, I know because we've lost our train of thought. But what I was going to say was every single time we have any one of our 50-ish tribe in or we ask them or we plead with them to come in, they all say the same thing and that is, but I'm not interesting, I haven't done anything extraordinary, you know, I'm not, who's going to be interested in me and my story, yeah. but... I'm not published, I'm not a celebrity. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. Trish and I beg to differ, you yeah. see, because we are very interested in our 50-ish tribe, which you are part of. Perfect. And I love meeting new people and I love having those conversations. And I think in this environment too, we can also ask questions and dive deeper than you possibly would be appropriate 
appropriate in a normal conversation, meeting yeah. over a glass of Wine. Wine. <laughs> Except that it's it is being published <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah, but button. you know what? We don't yeah, have yeah, time. Yeah. We don't yeah, have yeah. time for that. You know, being polite business. <laughs> express catch-ups. <laughs> straight in, dive straight yeah. in. We're going to leave being best friends. So you know, absolutely, yeah. I'd love that. So we do need to provide a bit of context for our fifty-ish tribe. So let's talk about your background and where you grew up and how many are in your family. Okay, so I am one of five. Few bulls in the paddock. I think I told you that. <laughs> yes, there's quite a few bulls in the paddock. I don't I don't understand a few bulls in the paddock and I normally understand most things. What really? does that mean? Quite a few fathers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm so silly. Even, even oh. I got that Trish and I'm I'm normally Oh my god, much how embarrassing. I live on a farm. I yeah. thought you picked that up straight away, but yeah. you didn't, so that's okay. Oh my gosh, I mm. love that. So, yeah. I will be using okay. that. You're welcome. It's yeah. yeah, thank you. Um, so one of five. Sorry to press the point. It's quite normal. <laughs> Sit in the middle as a girl and a boy above and a, a girl and a boy below. Grew up in, I'm from Charleville, was born in Brisbane, moved sort of a little bit in and out to and fro from Charleville, which is Western Queensland. Mm. Yes. At what age? What age were you a country girl? Well, we want property or in town, as they say. In town, right. in Charleville, there's like five streets. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's only town. Yeah. Well, kind of, yeah. So, was born in Brisbane. My mother was going through a dreadful separation. Probably not the. We can cut that if you want to. No, no, um, no. And no, then... I think it's interesting because you know I think so many people think that their family is you know the only one that may have had struggles or gone in different directions. But I think that when you scratch the surface quite a lot of people have got a story about their family. Oh, it's not absolutely. always the nuclear, mm. no, you know. No, it's a long way from yeah. the Brady Bunch most times. Most yeah, that's right. And I think too that mm. our mother's generation kind of kept it very, you know, we don't talk about this and we don't talk about that, but let's talk about it all because it's all normal. Well, especially There's you no get to normal. this age too and you realise, yeah. you know, we're yep. lucky. It was a big cock up back then, you know. It yep. was all hush, hushed and yeah. shunned. Mm. But really. what an amazing now. woman your yeah. mum was, yeah, you know, yeah, to go through certainly. all of that. Yeah. So, yeah, so stayed out there. Then we moved back to Brisbane. My mother repartnered with the love of my life, who's my stepfather. He's a truck driver. He's just absolutely gorgeous. We moved back to Brisbane. I stayed at home till I was 16 and then moved out with two gay men. Oh, my gosh, at 16. Start. Let's start the journey. (laughs) It was just the most fun forever. Oh, my gosh. I worked sort of, you know, around for a little bit and then did a beauty therapy course, which is, you know, like no no uni for my family, none of us. Well, Uh, it wasn't a thing back then. As no, much. No, no, it wasn't. And I'm not, I didn't go to university. Oh. I went to the Serena Russo <gasps> How to get school. that job. Yes, and she I'll asked me to go on the, the TV <laughs> show and I declined. <gasps> did mm. you? Yeah, I don't know why. My God. Well, I actually later in life did beauty therapy on her. So, yeah. Oh, did oh. you? Yes. yes. Yeah, beautiful. That's you know, circled she around. She was well quite good. Nice. Yes. Absolutely. Talk about that. Six degrees of separation. Absolutely. I had a beauty therapy salon in the in the city called MBT in the Kangaroos building. Ah, what does MBT stand for? Well, it, stu- it stood for Michelle's Beauty Therapy, which is ah. what most beauty therapists did that back then. You know, they yeah, kind of named it after, you yeah. know, Helen's Hair of Beauty. You know, <laughs> what that's was someone on Degeneration that Magda had? Oh, Do you yes. House to Boutet. House to Boutet. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, loved her. Yeah. But, you know, prior to that, so I worked in the valley. 
in oh. Fortitude Valley for this incredible Lebanese woman, first generation Lebanese. Oh. I fell in love with the whole still a bit of wax <laughs> community. Well, there was quite a bit of work there for all of them. Let's just <laughs> pop it out there. You know, you'd be like, no dogs allowed, but she'd just taken her pants off. Oh. You know, she, she was just like, I. I just loved them. They yes. loved me. That was yes. this beautiful sense of community. So I worked in in a salon called Anton's in Fortitude Valley. On Fortitude oh, wow. Valley on Once again, Street Mall. Just, Once again, it's a name. Anton's. Absolutely, yes. Kelly, can I just turn back one sec? What was your mum like? You're going, okay, mum, not going to school anymore, moving in with these two guys. I think she was really grateful that we just left. Yes, I got you. It was very assumed that when you finished high school... You go. You go. So you were 16, you were finished high school like me. Correct. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. we were younger. Because now it's kind of... Yeah, yeah, got you. Now you can be 23 and finishing school. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Grade 7 was a hard six years for it. Yeah, as my husband (laughs) says, only the smart kids get asked to repeat. (laughs) Apparently. Okay. Yeah. Let's, sort of let's reverse go with psychology. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's just his excuse for having to repeat oh, grade because he four. Re- he repeat. <laughs> he was also asked to leave, I don't know how many, I think it was about four or five schools in total in his oh, schooling career. Yes. Okay. He was okay. busy. He's yes. always boy. been busy and always had, had very strong opinions, I think yeah, is the problem. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. So let's get back to Anton's oh. and living in the valley and you were living with what? these two fabulous gay men. Lived, yeah, and lived with two gay guys, worked in the valley, ended up leaving, living with the two gay guys. But as, of course, you know, I'd done beauty therapy, beauty therapy for a little while and you have a lot of sex workers. Um, oh, of course. In the you know, they're, they're a fabulous client, a wonderful clientele, very clean, very, very clean. You know, like yes. they shower often. Yeah. They've always, they're always cashed up. They always need to look after themselves. Yes. So wow. I just I just love them. And as a young person, Well, it would yes. be very intriguing too because I'm sure that, that oh. you know, for hairdressers and therapists, they'd be quite open with their stories. It'd be very intriguing. Are yeah. they open or were they open? Mm. Very much so. Very <laughs> oh, so. <laughs> Anything. I did the wrong word. I went into that too. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm glad I that wasn't just me. I think it's a kind of a trait you need yeah. for that industry. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, they're not shy. They're just they're just no. this wonderful. And I did a lot of, and not judgmental either. I think that's the no. beautiful no, well, thing. I worked for Lebanese, so a client was a client was a client. So oh, God, you know, they were like, get yeah. them in, get them out. Absolutely. But a bang. Mm. But you just had this wonderful, you know, like. You were quite young and and a bit sort of naive, I suppose, but you started doing like anal bleaching. You started doing like Brazilians wow. before they were very popular. You know, when you've got someone's... Because I didn't even know... Anal. Eyeball. Oh, my God. I didn't even know <laughs> anal bleaching was the thing Neither back did then. I. Like I knew it. I know it is now, but I think I only knew... I think I read a novel and there was something about anal bleaching and that's the first time so, I ever... Kelly, we're talking about, about the, the late 80s or the 90s. And 90s. You're doing, very so you're much doing, the early 90s. Okay, the early 90s and you're doing Brazilians and anal bleaching. Absolutely. It wasn't It wasn't very big. So we had a kind of large clientele and you'd get like your, you know, your office worker come down who, you know, would want a little vajayjay shaped into a heart and, yeah. you know, bleached yeah. and, and dyed red for her husband. My, oh my God, gosh. That, that's just Can I tell you? so much effort <laughs> for me personally. I mean, seriously. Yeah. A lady told me about this, a beautician, and they had done, the lady had done this for her wedding day and she had quite a nice elegant gown, like not a big kind of tulle skirt or whatnot, 
but what she didn't realise, and they didn't realise till they got the photo back, it, with the flash oh, of the camera, no. she had this pink fuzzy thing around her nether region, <laughs> which was in fact her hot pink love heart. Ready to I was going to use the P word, but I thought, no, that's too much. <laughs> The P word. Okay, no, we, we better move on. Hey, because I. Hey, yeah, come on, next. <laughs> so we were doing all that kind of, wow. you know, fabulous. What do you call yeah, it? Gen- art. I think it's art. art. It is art. It's art. It's art. Absolutely. So we were doing Pubic that. art. An so enormous amount of sex workers, and I had yeah. one really beautiful sex worker named Vivian who I loved. Oh, you can't call them prozies, can you? With sex workers, kind of the... I think that that's the um, politically correct thing, but potentially back in the time you may have called them oh, that. Oh, and she was just divine. She was like 55. Wow. If she was a day, but she'd go from saying to me, you know, love, make sure you get all that hair around my date and, you know, oh, like darling. make sure you do the lip area beautifully and then her phone would call. And her name was Vivian. And she'd go from, like, get all that hair around my date, love, to, hello, this is Alexis. <laughs> On the phone. Oh. I'm a 31-year-old busty double D. And I'd be like, Vivian, what are we talking, dog Dog years here? You're <laughs> oh 55 if you're a date. She had a 30-year-old daughter. Oh, so it was just wow. like this beautiful oh. story, you know. Anyway, I loved I loved her dearly because she was just hard and fast and, and yeah. worked really hard, you know. Very much of an eye-opener. We'll put both of her children through private school, yes. you know, albeit Catholic. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, yeah. you know, the poorer of the four, but anyway. I'm, like, I'm, I'm always <laughs> interested, like, why women, obviously it's through necessity, but how did she end up in that situation? I mean, do they, when I when I was talking about being open before, <laughs> I meant about their stories. Yeah. Did she tell you? like All the time. Anything you wanted to know. And so how it, did Vivian end up being a prostitute? I think it, I think a divorce. Yeah. I think not yeah. being financially capable. You know, well, it was the yeah. 90s. People yeah. didn't have, mm. you know, if you divorced back then, you... you it was Historically, harder. it was harder. It was yeah. really difficult. I mean, it's so, still you know. hard now. So back then, absolutely, uh, it's a whole other level. Yeah. And I really mm. do think, you know, we're at that age too where you become a bit savvy, but there's still more stories than not where it's really difficult mm-hmm. when people separate, you know, and I yeah. think, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's another podcast, but you just yeah. kind of get Was she point. open with mm. her kids? Did they... I think she was open with the the older one, but she did yeah. have one going through high school, so she must have fallen pregnant later. And yes, then, you know yeah. she, she had a daughter. What that a was marvelous like, woman! Oh, she was brilliant. Provide God, all she that was for lovely. her children. Yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. and she she was very clear. You know, like on the phone. You know, I don't do anal. I don't do. You oh, know, like so yeah. it was kind of. Yeah, but yeah, it was I just setting a boundaries. Ba- some strong boundaries. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Bless her yeah. heart. Absolutely. God, I wonder what's happened to Vivian these so days. You know, I'm imagining she's not with us anymore because that was okay. probably 30 years ago. So. No. Right. I mean, okay. Yeah. So she, yeah, she probably wouldn't still be working in that industry. No. Well, let's hope not. Unless <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Well, shit. I mean, there I could saw be. on TV some revolting reality TV show last oh, night. And it was like, dead. well, yeah, we're watching Gogglebox, so you need to get a bit oh, of everything. Yes. I kind of like that. Yeah, it is kind of fun. But oh, it was that. I know where you're going. Yes, it's the mothers and the sons. So a whole truckload of mothers and their young adult sons, and they put them on some sort of an island, and they. It oh, is no. absolutely. They all date each other. No. Oh, I know, Trish, Trish, I was beside myself. Stop oh, it. That's too far. It's mm. the end. 
end. It's it is the, the end, end of television. It is the end of television. <laughs> oh it is my the gosh. end. That, like you can see that, the edge of the world. Yeah, we can't go beyond that. Enough. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, abs- it, absolutely. Anyway, okay. I don't know where <clears throat> I started talking about so that. So let's go from the Lebanese MBT or whatever it was called. <laughs> yeah. Where to from there? Where to from bleaching anuses? anuses. <laughs> so I met my husband. Not that that's got anything to do with bleaching and it, oh, I was going to ask, <laughs> is that where you met? Segue. We met at Hotel LA, which is now the Oh, my the, gosh. Old stomping oh ground. God, I love Mel and I have shaken our booties there on occasion. Well, I used to work on the door of the underground to make a bit of money because I had quite a credit card love. Mm. Oh, my yes. gosh. And shop. So that's shop another conversation put, after the mics. Um, I think we've got some we mutual paid, friends. We would have we paid you to go in. Absolutely. Like, I used to go to the sure. underground all the time, <laughs> <laughs> so I worked on the door there like four nights a week and then worked. Mm, the, the power you oh, wielded the back p- then. <laughs> the power. Oh my gosh. You dismiss people. And it's, it's still a life skill, you know. You speak yes. to a drunk person and they say, you know, if you say to a drunk person, you know, come back in an hour, that's mm. like four days to them. They've got no yeah. idea, you know. Honestly, like, Thank you. Thank for those you so of you much. who don't know that area, there is also <laughs> a, a cafe at the top of the hill called oh. Harry's. Fine Foods, which has the biggest <laughs> Bay Marie full of deep fried goodies. Oh, so they, they would, <clears throat> the crumb pork cutlets always, or crumb lamb cutlets, I don't oh, know. I used to wake up with like a, the roof of my mouth torn to shreds. <laughs> anyway, they would walk up there, those and people, and they'd go and have a feed and then they would go home. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly right. Exactly. And have a, Harry's yeah. Fine Foods. It's still there. You know you can go there during the day. I drive past sometimes and I go, that is just disgusting. <laughs> that would be frightening to go there during the day. <laughs> what looks very appealing and appetising at 3am is not so at 12 noon. <laughs> Which is how I met my husband. <laughs> In the line. Oh, my gosh. No. No, no just appealing and unappetising at 3am. <laughs> how is he at so, noon? <laughs> <laughs> a little lacklustre. Yes. <laughs> you know, actually, he's not. He's really lovely. So I met him. He was moving to Kununurra. He's an agronomist by profession, which is an ag science scientist. He was passing through from Papua New Guinea, was travelling to Kununurra, which I thought was Kunawara, Kanungra. <laughs> Had no idea where Kununurra was, which is the most, most northern point of Western Australia. Ord River, Elquestro, that's kind of... Yes, kind of stunning. So he was moving there. He sort of said to me, in this whirlwind romance, would mm. you come and see whether you like it or not. Wow. So how, how long had you been seeing him when he asked you that? Two weeks. Wow. <laughs> yes. So don't ever call me easy. No. <laughs> <laughs> when you know, you know, darling. My brother and his wife, they got engaged three months into their relationship and he had asked her, he was going over to live in France and play football and she was going with him. Oh. That was all within three months. Isn't it funny? Like, So mm. we've had Dr George Blair West on talking about the pitfalls, yeah. that, you know, what well, not and what not to do, but there are always exceptions. Yeah, well, I, they, think, I you... think they're close to, mm. is it 30 years and six mm. kids later and still going strong. Yeah. And you listen to podcast after podcast and yours specifically where you say, Thank you, you. Know, it's the biggest <laughs> decision of your life, mm. the partner mm. that you choose. And sometimes that goes outside the norm, you know, like you've yeah. got, I've got one son and three daughters and you really want them to know that it's the biggest decision of your life. But love doesn't really, it speaks some stupid Language, language sometimes, oh, does. doesn't it? So, yeah. you know, if you had your time over again, you'd never do what you... Yeah, I know. But you don't. You don't get your time over again. So no. you just have to go yeah. with it. And, That's right, yeah, yeah, exactly. And be really comfortable with the choices that you make. And yeah. sometimes you just really cock that up. Yeah. And sometimes I'm a really, really lucky person. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. So, absolutely. So, Kelly, you have four children. So, did you always want to have a large family? Yes, I probably would have. Jim nearly performed his own vasectomy after I told him I was pregnant <laughs> with, the last, with the last baby. But <laughs> he's beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, I would have continued on because oh. it was something that I did really easily. Yeah, right. right. yeah. Right. And I had a child in. 2001, 2002, 2003 and 2005. So oh, I just wow. would have been yeah. one of those yeah. dowager <clears throat> old miserable women who had, you know, a prolapsed uterus and 47 children. Yeah. You know, like and I boobs just, down to yeah, your knees. Absolutely. Yeah. And I could have wet nursed Redcliffe. You know, I was just <laughs> like... Just, the milk you know, bank. Absolutely. Yeah. Sweet, There's a lot of money in milk banks these days. I, th- I think yeah. it should bring it back. It was mm. fabulous. So it was something that I did really easily. Yeah. Okay. And nice. I yep. loved it. Yeah. You know? Okay. But you stopped at four. I did because stop at four. Jim was about to perform his own vasectomy, <laughs> which is a bit confronting for poor Jim, isn't it? Yeah, oh, can't get the knife. Yeah. Here we go. Stopped at four. We'd moved from Kununurra, where I worked for ANSET for a short time before ANSET rolled. Mm. And then we moved to England. Jim got a job opportunity over there, so wow. we went over to England. I didn't have the full children. I had my son and Eliza. I had Eliza in England. And then we stayed there for five years and then moved back to... Mm. A wonderful adventure. It was a great adventure. It was such a good adventure. You must be a hoot of a mum. There must be some best and worst parenting stories, though. Would you like to share any of those with us? One that I don't think my children will ever let me live down, but it was a really good life lesson. One belter? One belter. Okay, tell us, tell us. Mm, I don't know. I don't know how I'll get away with this. No, They're too look. old for docks, so nobody can take them off me. Fill your boots. <laughs> Honestly, I think it will. I think if we're all honest, we've all got that little chestnut somewhere. Oh, yeah, oh, hell hidden yeah. away, yeah. squirrelled away. <clears throat> so, so excuse me, I um, was working full time, and I had specifically asked the kids. We had chickens and a dog, and I said to the kids, make sure that chickens have got water and the dogs got water. And I got home from work, and you cross, you know, you cross. The kids are screaming yeah. them. Chip, chip, chip away. Chip, chip, chip away. Absolutely. Doing what you can. There was no water in the chicken's coop and no water in the dog bowl. So in my infinite wisdom, I served up the saltiest curry these poor bastards had ever eaten and then said, no, 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 no fluid. I'm going to watch you brush your teeth. (laughs) So they were like, they couldn't lick a stamp that night. They were that dry. And I was just like... You will never leave those animals without water. How would you like it? How would you like I to be tied that. up all day without any water? I've <laughs> said that. Ex- that's exactly how I mm. felt. That's ex- but anyway, they woke up in the morning and they, they survived. Like, yeah. Well, if they it makes you through, feel any better, we had a rule in our house, if you didn't eat your dinner, you went straight to bed, no book. And this one night <laughs> I had made a Thai green curry. Because we were trying to get them to try different things. Oh, how'd that go? Poor little Wiley was sitting at the end of the table. He was going, Mummy, this is a bit stingy, Mummy. And I'm going, it's not, it's fine. Gordo's eating it, just kind of looking at me. Streaming, sweating. <laughs> and then Lily's going, Mum, yeah, it is quite hot. I said, look, just have a drink of milk. I did let them drink. But then I looked over at poor Wiley and Lily and they both had kind of sweat forming on their top lip. Mm. But I made the meat. <laughs> oh, we had the same rule about the... You yeah. know, you'd line them all up on the kitchen bench and, and cook dinner and I would say to my youngest, who is still a really fussy eater, getting a bit better, and I'd just say, if you don't want it, Ava, hop down and go straight to the bath and straight to bed. Well, she, oh, yeah. if you put a meal in front of her, she'd just... Get down and go to bed. <laughs> go down and have a bath. It. 
Yeah. So it worked. But, you know. So one night, we were, I can't remember what we were eating, but Lily was in a bit of a kind of a mood. And so at this stage, remember those chairs? I think they were oh, Ted and something and they clipped onto the end of the table. It was like a counter-lever oh, weight yeah, yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Phil and Ted. Phil and Ted, yeah. yeah. So Wiley is in on the end of the table in his chair. So I don't know, maybe two, 18 months, something. But he could talk. And Lily, three years older than him, so, you know, maybe four or five, sitting in the chair and we're eating dinner and she didn't want to eat a dinner. And I said, honey, look, that's fine. If you don't want to eat your dinner, go and brush your teeth and hop into bed. No book. And so she's gone down the hallway and she's, you know, kind of peering out of the bathroom door, you know, stink high. <laughs> and then Wiley's in his chair and he's going, and we still, she still gets triggered by it. We still laugh about it today. This is so yummy, mummy. Go to bed, Lily. No book, Lily. This is so yummy, mummy. <laughs> Take that. And now every time he'll be doing something, I'll go, oh, you know, thank you, Ellen. She'll go, this is so yummy, mummy. I have so, no yes. stories. I have none. I was oh, perfect. Yes. Oh, <laughs> one day, Melinda Kenny, Melinda Salmon, that halo of yours <laughs> is going to get you into a lot of trouble. No, because we don't have three hours. So I can, yeah, I can tell you some absolute true. belters. So yeah. we need to Maybe need that's to move a, on. a regular for when we have our Extraordinary in the Ordinary yeah. segment. If the guest is a mother, then we are. Ask that yeah, so we can all feel better about, about ourselves. questionable parenting moments. <laughs> well, we just do the best. Yeah. Kelly, you're known for being very funny. And I sit beside a very funny person every week recording this podcast. Who's that? And Trisha's. <laughs> Trisha's <laughs> I didn't know there was anyone else here. Trisha's always. It's about been the best fun. gag I've got. <laughs> You're sitting back there as happy as Larry, aren't you? You're so comfortable and you, you've, you've got your gorgeous oh, shirt on. Gorgeous shirt. You're shirt. giving me compliments. Your beautiful red lippy and you are just... Actually, it's my new red lippy. It's the one is that... Is it Ruby Woo? No, it's not Ruby Woo. It's, oh gosh, I think it's the one Rihanna wore to the oh. Met Gala. Oh, is it work. Fendi Beauty? Is that her brand? I don't know. Yes, anyway. Anyway. Okay. May have been a little purchase well, the other done. day. Spoil yourself, you deserve it. So I've known Trish for a long time and she's always been lots of fun and funny. And my question to you is, have you always been funny? Were you funny as a child? I think I always found the humour in everything was so much easier. You know, and, mm. and look, let's be really honest with you. There's, it's funny out there. It's a really mm. funny world we live in. And I've always thought I've parented with humour. I've mm. dated with humour. You know, it's so much easier. And oh, I don't know, too, you can hide behind that yeah. a tiny bit. Mm. But making somebody laugh is just the best feeling in the whole entire world. Yeah, and I think, it and is. I think Take humour. You know, they say sarcasm is the lowest form of wit. Oh, they disagree. I so Absolutely. And I think yeah. being an Australian, we are yeah. so fortunate, you know, mm. coming from the country, you know, like they, yep. they just take the absolute oh, out of every yeah. single thing that they say or yeah. do. But they're doing it to themselves. And Most that's certainly. where sarcasm, is, I think, mm. has a strength. You know, like oh, when you, because it's, because it's self directed. You know, it's directed back on yourself. Yeah. yeah. And so, I, and I think all of mm. my friends are really. You know, they they often say, you know, if you hang around five humorous friends, you're the sixth or, or however mm. that goes. You know, like mm. I really hang around some funny people. I'm the funniest. Yeah. By far, because <laughs> yeah. I let them I let them really live that often. Yeah. But yeah, I think was your yeah. family funny? Was it like all your siblings? So your four siblings, or is it just you? Are you the standout? No, they're all funny. Okay, they are, they're all right. funny. You know, yeah. I, I mm. sort of yeah. They're, they're, but again, it's it's is it self 
deprecating. Yeah, yeah, well, actually, it's funny you say that because <laughs> when I said it, I've gone, oh my gosh, did that was that the right word? Yeah, no, or it is was that the poo word. Yeah, no, it wasn't the poo word. You said <laughs> no, it just right, absolutely. Mm, so yeah. always taking the mick out of yourself was easier, I think, and it yeah. kind of, you know, I, I really do think we live in a really funny world and there are so yeah. many situations that are just really hilarious that come back to haunt me on so many levels too, you know, <laughs> like I, I was just... My it's just, it's your perception, oh, isn't it? It's absolutely. like a different way of looking at it. Yeah. My, because if you look at it the other way, it can be really quite depressing. Absolutely. Mm. And, yeah. and I think we have enough sadness. I think we have yeah. enough, yeah. you know, yeah. you go for a reel and you can cry every afternoon, you know. I yeah. fall down a rabbit hole at Instagram and, you know, mm-hmm. like my kids are always like, You need oh, to get no. onto my algorithm. It's just Harry Styles dancing. <laughs> <laughs> In I seem suits. to be able to weave Harry Styles into every podcast lately. <laughs> I love how it's always listening. Yeah. No, that's funny. Harry Styles and cat videos. <laughs> Happy days. <laughs> Maybe day a few done. dogs in drunk there every did. now and again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And some yeah, drunk so. women falling downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. Yeah. You were saying something about your sister? Oh, my sister's an emergency nurse. So you never rang her for any form of sympathy whatsoever. She's yeah. of course one of the loves of my life. But I had Eliza, my second had a friend over who was allergic to everything. Her mother must have just thought my house was the biggest cluster in the whole entire world because she actually packed cutlery for this little girl. Oh, I think she wow. was frightened. She was she was dreadfully mm. allergic. She gave me an EpiPen and said, look, <laughs> here's, the, oh my God. here's the DVD. Watch the DVD. You'll know how to administer it. Did you say, I've watched Pulp Fiction, I don't need yeah. it? <laughs> That, no, famous, that famous scene. My nature is so bad, I thought, no, no, I don't need to watch it. So I mm. opened the EpiPen and shot myself in, through the thumb. Oh, my heart was racing. I just thought, shit, all I could think of was the EpiPens are, like, really expensive. So I, all, all I was thinking was, am I going to have to replace this? Can I put the lid back on? Will I kill her? You know, like, will I not be <laughs> able she, to say anything? If she needs it next time, will it not be enough? And well, they'll go, how did now? You know, yes. Like, so oh. they're a big cannula and it's, you know, they're black end and grey end on the other thing. So I rang my sister who's at work at the mm. Marta Hospital. Hey, Dal, can you bring us home an EpiPen? Yeah. I've stuffed this one up. <laughs> flick us an, flick us an EpiPen. Pop a couple of EpiPens in, will ya? With some plasters and some high strength, you know, alcohol Panadol. wipes. Yeah, they yeah, always yeah. come in handy. Absolutely, free gloves and <laughs> sick bags. Yeah. So I rang her. She was at work at the Marta. I'm on the Sunshine Coast, and I said, "Don't, please, don't say anything." But I've shot, I've shot myself through the thumb, through the thumb with an EpiPen. She puts her hand over the phone and goes, "My sister's just shot herself with an EpiPen." Like, oh, burst out laughing. Herself laughing. Yeah. yeah. One of the doctors says, "Look, you're going to have to ring." An ambulance. Oh, I'm going, shit. no, I'm not ringing anybody. My heart's thumping. I don't know whether oh my, my heart's gosh. thumping because yeah. I've shot myself with the EpiPen or because or, I'm actually got okay. an adrenaline. Yeah. Anyway. And, and what a, happened? A beautiful paramedic, this English guy rang. I said, please come, take your time. Yeah. Don't rush, don't it's put any lights yeah. no, If no, anyone's dying, please put them ahead of me. So he kind of rolled down. He was an yeah. English paramedic. He was oh. absolutely beautiful. Rolled down the driveway, sort of put some stickers on me. My husband's taking photos. Oh, of, yeah. Oh, you know, he's My husband thinks I'm the least funny person in the world. He's Does like, he? You know, magic. Is he, very, is he very funny? No. No. Isn't no. He? no he's really dry. Yeah. But Fiercely intelligent, yeah. a really wonderful dad. You know, yeah, he's, a, he's nice. a really good human, but thinks I genuinely am. He's like, you know, he's like Madge Allsop was to Barry Humphreys, yeah. you know, Dame Edna Everett. I yeah. just 
if I can make him laugh, I think I genuinely am the funniest person in the world. Oh, wow. But no, no, nothing makes him laugh. So, yeah, after the paramedic came down, I think he sort of walked out of his office like, oh, what's she done now? Yes. Oh, yeah. so what I'll have take you a few ruined? Snaps. And yeah. did, did oh, yeah. the paramedic replace the EpiPen? No. Oh, so what no. happened with the did EpiPen? Did you have to tell the mum? I, yeah, I absolutely. And you could just see her looking yeah, at me like, I going... knew I should never have let Gabby come over <laughs> Oh, and my gosh. I knew Eliza was too hard Do work. Do you know what? <laughs> absolutely no. <laughs> that look from parents. You know yeah, when they just look yeah. at you like, oh. What a disaster though. I mean, she's friends. like having yeah. a child like that so challenging. So she would never be able to go anywhere she unless an she actually. Child. Oh, yeah. Mm. You know, yeah. So hard. Absolutely, <laughs> you, know, you know. Like cutlery. To, she gave yeah. me two lamb chops to get, to cook Gabby. Oh, you know, I darling. Oh, I've said a name now. Let's call her Abby. <laughs> you got that <laughs> wrong. Uh, yeah. So funny. So but totally, um, but but you know that's the thing too. With our first, we're so careful and don't step on this and do this, oh. and then you know the next one yep. is just you know so robust. I love. I friends of ours have five kids, and she was saying, you know, the first ones you're so careful, and she said, and then by that fifth one, you know, you've swept the cornflakes off the floor. The kids have gone to catch the bus and then you see the baby crawled over in the uh, corner eating the dry cornflakes th- and you go, oh, well. Absolutely. They'll <laughs> live. They'll pull food. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, Kelly, a mutual friend of ours once told or told me that you once harboured like a a secret, or not a secret, I guess a, an ambition or a goal to become a stand-up comedian. I would have loved that. I just, and I still think there's time. Of course Good. there is. You know, like, Good, absolutely. I'm glad you said that. I, I, I often think about even being a comedy writer or something oh, like that. Yes. You know, like, oh, I think that that, that is a job good idea for would you. be brilliant. Oh, I, I really think of do. those sitcoms where they get together and go, what will happen next? And I just think that would be such a fun environment. Mm. Imagine oh. being on like Melissa McCarthy movie set doing that Hasn't sort of stuff. Hasn't she paved the way? Hasn't she made it okay? God, I mean, I we live in, her. I think our generation have lived in the most wonderful time. You know, we've gone from having this freedom of, of not having social media to having yeah, social yeah. media to, to now sort of, Sort of navigating, yeah, navigating our kids through social media. We've had the most wonderful time. But with regards to Melissa McCarthy and the comedians coming through, Mm. there's some crackers. And Mm. and they all sort of hit their straps sort of in their 40s. Yes, like midlife, which is Mel Buttle. I've reached out to her the other week. She's doing great. She's so funny. Absolutely. Celeste Barber's just done a bloody movie. I know. What's that about? Incredible. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. It was great. It was light and, you know, fluffy. Me yeah, too. Yeah, I yeah. them. So you had the idea that you'd like to do it, but you didn't follow through with it. But you are thinking in future that it could be something. For if you, you want to hear the, writing, if you want to hear fun. the answer to Mel's question, keep listening after this quick ad. So, Fifties Tribe, let us tell you about one of our little favourite shopping haunts. Sweet Charlotte Studio. So they have two standalone stores on the Sunshine Coast. However, they have a really large online store. And this is important for all our 50-ishers who don't live on the sunny coast yes, and can't access. Like me. If you live remote <laughs> like me, it's very handy. The website itself is so easy to navigate and you may even recognise some of the models when you go on there. Yes, because Trish and I are on there quite <laughs> a lot, which is just an absolute thrill to do that. So, yeah, if you jump online, you will see us. 
us. Staff are super helpful. So if you are shopping online, you can always give them a call or reach out. Also, they have heaps of natural fibres, linens and silks and gorgeous relaxed styles that I absolutely love. Check out their website, sweetcharlottestudio.com.au. Enter the code DGAF10 to get 10% off your first order. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. So please tell us about being a comedian. Did you ever look into it or is it still a pipe dream? I think it is still a pipe dream. I think you get to a point too where now I'm really happy to just laugh at what my children, you know, when we get together, like we just absolutely, it's ruthless. You're going down, you're taking out. Not for the mild-hearted. No, no, it's it's a blood sport. Everything in our house is absolutely a blood sport. Sounds like one of my family (laughs) gatherings. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, which is is how we roll. I don't know. I don't don't know how I'd look into it or what Mm. I'd do. And I I think everything's so mean now too, you know, like you'd be, I'd just be, too fearful of being judged too much, which is probably a bit of a... I know what you mean. That is sad. A friend of mine who I just recently went to Koh Samui with, she is a very funny girl. Did you go to Koh Samui? I went to Koh Samui quite recently. You've been overseas. Yeah, I went overseas. Such a poser. (laughs) Such a poser. (laughs) Not really. Sorry, that was unkind. Anyway, my friend... You years got ago, friends. She, <laughs> just showing off now. <laughs> she did a stand-up comedian oh. course in Brisbane and ah. then performed and it was just family and friends of all the people that had done the course yes. with her. Was she funny? Yeah, she's fine. She, because she is naturally a really funny person. So I just spent a week in Thailand with her and laughed nonstop yes. for seven days. So Were you in Thailand, Coast Milky? <laughs> yes. We want you to do that course and we will come and see and yeah, then we will follow help, up I with would. you afterwards. Yeah. I, think, I think if you could make uh, – my, my litmus test would have to be to make my husband laugh and I just don't think I'd ever get there. But oh, yeah, oh, I know you what know you what? Mean. We'll leave him at home and Mel and I will come. Yeah. I'd love that. Yeah. Just yeah. A, leave Jim small. behind. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Invitational. That's how we'll do <laughs> Invitation it. Invitation only. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Well, that's yes. what this yes. one was basically. But I just thought she got it videoed and showed me the video like, I don't know, about 12 months later and – it was hilarious. I, and she kept saying, oh, thank you, thank you. And I said, Alison, I'm laughing because this is funny. Yeah. Not to make you feel Isn't better. Like, brilliant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. I thought it was amazing. I think it would be really hard just to write the, the content too. That would be really difficult. Well, yes. What makes you laugh? So maybe if you did, if I did do the course. Well, this is interesting because I was <clears throat> wanting to ask you about like do you, life influences sort of 
or your life experience sort of influence your humour? Because Alison did do, because how we met was flying together with Emirates. And so oh. her skit or routine, whatever you call it, a lot of it the was reflections. Is, yes. The content was, you know, making oh. light of those yeah. experiences. And that so, would be... Like you could run for the, with that for quite some time. Yeah, you know, yeah. Flight abs- attendant, couldn't you? Because yeah. there's just people of foul. So- yeah. But even your journey <laughs> as <laughs> excuse me, the great unwashed. <clears throat> you know your journey living overseas as a young mum and your mum stuff and not like your stuff as a mum. That would be so fascinating. And yeah. I think it's, you know what, comedians do so well, which is what you've already talked about, is looking at the funny side of things. Oh, Framing absolutely. it differently and seeing the humour in the situations that some people don't see. And, and you know, further to that, like working for Anton's in, in the valley with oh, first gosh, generational yeah. Lebanese, you've got mm. no idea. These people are naturally hilarious, you know. Yes. I mean, I've, got, I've always got this incredible love for people that migrate to another country. Oh, it's, it's so it's brave. Really difficult. Yeah. It is really brave, mm. you know, and mm. you're asking them to leave and come to this wonderful country, which I get every day. I know why people come here. Mm. But, you know, they've got this grasp, this very limited grasp of the English language. Mm. And, you know, we were... We were would grow up with these people, you know, and just take take the absolute mick out of yeah. how they spoke and that was funny. That could run for like six mm. months. Even oh, now yeah. I look mm. at, you know, skits of what they say, you know, like they used to often say to me, Kelly, you've got this lovely long leg, you know, beautiful big blue eye. It's like... <laughs> I don't really speak any Lebanese. Do you know what I'm picturing now? Years ago on Martin Malloy, the radio, they used to have Guido Hatsis. (laughs) My husband loved Guido Hatsis. Oh, so did I. So inappropriate now because you're not allowed to say it. So I apologise for anyone out there that I'm offending, but that was funny. You can't offend them because they they get that. Yeah. And and Mm. my poor children. back in the day, the wog boy and stuff like that. But I guess once again, it's because they are making fun of themselves that that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. You know, having four children, we're white. We are the whitest family in the whole entire world. <laughs> oh my gosh, there you go. I see their heart beating in their chest. I've said I've said to every single one of them, you've got to marry up. I want a Sri Lankan, I want an African American, yes. you know, I want a Filipino. Because we'll be dead. You know, mm. We are literally dying of melanoma. Some cancer. I look yeah. like a scratch it if I take my shirt off. <laughs> you know, it's just literally. Yeah. You know, I go to Bert Pruham and he's like, let's, you know. Oh my God, I went to high school with Bert. I love Bert We've heard for those of you who don't know Bert. He's a dermatologist. And he went to Maroochydore High, as did I. Who would have thought? That's fantastic. He's a very, very wealthy man Well, tell him Trish says hi. Very smart back in the day. I absolutely adore him. I think personally that very funny people are very intelligent and they have this unique way of viewing the world and, like, interacting with the world, I guess, and then relaying their observations in a funny way, like, yeah. Agree with me there. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you. I struggle with the intelligent thing because that's kind of, I'm sure, well, again, we I beg have, to differ. We have a theory that, well, I have a theory that I've also brought Mel on board with, that, that there's dum-dums, there's dumb smarts, there's smart dums. And I can't remember the other one. Because smart, 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 dumb, smart, dumb, dumb, and dumb. Yeah. So are they, are they all just a little piece of each other at the end well, of the no, day? Well, like no, like all... you've got, it's kind of like, Street smart and academic smart. So you've got your smart smarts and then your dumb smarts. So maybe they're not academic but they're street smart and then... So yeah. I know what you mean with regards to like smart, smart people who are geniuses yeah. but, you know, couldn't change a battery. Yeah. Is that yeah, yeah. what you mean? They kind of lose yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That... So that's, that to me is a dumb smart. So <laughs> a they smart, don't dumb. have any... 
Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> they don't have both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Kelly, you are now in. <laughs> I think I might be a smart dumb. <laughs> or a dumb smart. I don't know which goes first. I'll go back we to have the dumb to work dumb. out which goes first. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think he's smart, smart. I think that's where, that's where he sits. So, tell us, because you were part of our 50 ish tribe, mm. so how have you managed the transition to midlife? Like, how are you going? <sighs> You know, approaching empty nest syndrome. I know your youngest is now in year 12. Correct. And are you feeling redundant or are you feeling great? Are you supercharged? Are you setting yourself some goals for down the future? Well, Trisha and I have just set you a goal. Yes. There absolutely. you go. Take okay, care. that's one. But how have you managed this transition? How are you managing? Uh, that's a really lovely question with regards to because you, you, the redundancy thing is paramount. Mm. Listening to your podcast sort of brings it home a little bit more too. You know, you kind of get where you're at, where you're going. It's a very difficult age sometimes. It's a wonderful age too, you know, like you get to actually say what you want with kindness and with love. And I think you're a lot more forgiving of of the world that we live in. You know, you see a lot of young people who they're fighting tooth and nail. It's like, let it go. Yeah. Don't be so cranky all the time. You know, mm-hmm. like it's mm. it's okay. But you do get to this wonderful age where you get to associate with people that you choose. Yeah, right. Mm. And that's a really wonderful thing. I don't have any fear with regards to it's it's been a long process this parenting gig. Yeah. She, she's a long yeah. gig and I hope it goes on for a lot longer. I really 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 I think love it does. being a parent. Yes. Mm. It's expensive. So, you know, mm. follow mm. the GoFundMe link at the bottom <laughs> of the bar. <laughs> and Kel- Kelly needs a holiday. Well, I don't know whether I don't know whether I have managed it. I think you just go through it. I've I've really struggled and I'm exhausted with the rhetoric, the diet, the HRT, the not going on HRT. I didn't oh, know whether yes. to go on HRT. Yeah. My, my beautiful sister rang me and went, you need it. You're mm. fucking angry. You know, she was <laughs> yes. like, you're yeah. really cross. I was like, am I? Yeah. And I knew that I wasn't, I knew that I was unreasonably sort of terse with things. Mm. Yeah. But sometimes you need a friend, you know, like I, mm. I want a beauty therapy friend that finds hair. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Like, just on her. my neck. I've got her. It's a facial. She's got great eyes. They, sa- they shave your face with this little blade. Oh. And it feels so nice and your skin goes... So you wouldn't have a crack at that on yourself? Goes in. Oh, no. Well, you no, can get like little things Gunston. now. You, like, can get, just... <laughs> you can get little things now. I've to do one. yourself. Yeah, to do yourself. <laughs> to do yourself. <laughs> get all sorts of things to do yourself these days. <laughs> do you, you, you can't cut yeah. yourself and stuff like that? No, no, it's just this little kind of thing. You know that in Woolworths and Celeste Barber does oh, marketing ma- for the model Mac- and co. Mac- or is Mac- it something? Mac-co Beauty or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, the pink oh, yeah. one. Oh, it is she, model and co, It's got apologies. like this little sh- face shaver thing in it. But I'm frightened I'd wake up looking Lebanese. Oh, do you don't have a four-day no, growth? No, it doesn't work like that. No. <laughs> okay. No. I've well, I've had quite a few of those facials now where they use the micro, it's called microblading and they take kind of the, the soft fluff off and the top layer of the skin. Oh, well, that's on you, Trish. If and you see me next time and you're calling me Kevin, that's on you. Well, <laughs> Mustaka. Yeah. Okay, will do. Well, I'm, I'm a goatee. I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm I'm to say you're safe. I'm going to say you're safe. Okay. Well, the, the days I've been of, dabbling quite a bit. I'm proud of you. And I'm um, my eyesight is going, but I don't think I've quite got a goatee yet. <laughs> Unless it's just a grey goatee and I can't see it. <laughs> Absolutely. 
got this patch of hairs on the side of my neck. I'm going to get yeah. braided in barley. I'm frightened what to do. <laughs> Pop on down to like. Woolies, darling. Get yourself a little. I will. Yeah, on the way I wouldn't home. use. I wouldn't use a men's shaver, but I'd, I'd use this little kind of thinning, shortening okay, device. Good. Yeah, yeah, no. Okay. I think oh, got yeah. next. All right. So apart from that, everything's going well, pretty well. There what was a I'm, What I'm interested in is, and you are, you know, a very up person, very happy, very cheery, clearly love to make other people laugh and always look at the lighter side of things. And I can totally relate to that. Do you ever find yourself getting really sad through all of this? Sometimes. Yeah. But no more than, you know, I often say to people, I think, Depression would be just a dreadful black cloud. I have days yeah. where I'm very, you know, sad, but I'm I'm certainly not depressed. Yeah, on on any level, I think yeah. we all have days where we're sad. Yeah. you yeah, know, like perfect. we just have really down days, but n- not not depressed because yeah, I good. really do think there is so much good. Mm. And and my kids will absolutely scale me for this, but I won't buy a lotto ticket because I've got four healthy children. Yeah, got so you. I, w- I won't do that because I just sort of think that must be my luck. Yeah, you know, and, and my kids will be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe she said that!" But it's it's very much yeah. the truth. Four yeah. healthy children. I I don't understand how people can just get slammed and slammed and slammed yeah. again with mm. with dreadful things that happened to them. I don't know yeah. what they did. I yeah. don't believe in reincarnation. I don't believe they came mm. back as a moth, you know, or anything mm. like that. But I just I'm I'm a really lucky person. So yeah, okay. and and where we live nice. is a beautiful thing too. You know, like yeah. you're constantly around tourists, and every day that I go for a walk, I think. oh, wouldn't you love to finish this day with a wine and a cheese platter? Yes. You know, like it's it's a beautiful. Yeah, it nice. is a lovely world that we live in, and I think yeah. I and as Mel and I say, it's a privilege to still be alive. Oh, you know, listen to that, and you know, it's kind of a little twing, a little yeah. reminder that yeah. you know, I don't want, I really want to be around for as long as I can afford. So next Friday. <laughs> Checking out. Yes. Yeah, I want to get my hands on some bloody grandkids. Not soon, but at oh. some stage. Oh, and do you know what? Gosh. I think we will relish every yeah. second yes. of that. Won't yeah. that be lovely? You know, mm. like I think. I have not given that a nanosecond. Do you not? Nor have I, because I've still okay. got mm. kids yeah. at home. I'm yeah, still yeah, making. Yeah. I've been oh making. Oh my gosh! See, lunches. I'm the woman. <laughs> I'm, the, yes. I'm the woman with the, some of the kids' toys down in the garage. So when the grandkids come no, over, I, I can get them out and say, oh, "This I was your mum's once." I have. Too. Oh, good. But Excellent. I just don't. Yeah. Beyond that, I yeah. Yeah. But you're Beyond the same. That. We're st- we're still getting through. Yeah, we're we just are. getting through. Yeah, grade yeah, twelve are. or school or the first yes. years of uni. Well, I've, or yeah, just I've still. Yeah, that, I've still know? got a in in the throes. Grade ten. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, you're behind us. Yeah, Bloody I was hell. a slow starter. Don't. No, so was I. <laughs> so was I. A slow I was bird. a bit busy in my twenties. I think we. Yeah. <laughs> so was I. Oh, yeah. With my career, Dar. With my career. That's great. Mm-hmm. So, Kelly, I could talk to you all day mm. and I think that at some stage I'm going to enjoy that glass of wine and cheese platter with you that you spoke of. You're welcome. But we're running out of time, which mm. is a buck because yeah. I really oh God, love quickly. Yeah. chatting to wow. brilliant women and you my new best friend, mm. uh, well, one of my best friends. I Call can't, Lil, you know, I don't want to get some people offside. Like Melinda might get a bit dirty. It's too early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's that poor girl out there listening. Oh, I she love always her. hates that when I say that. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. <laughs> okay, so we must kind of draw it up to a close, but we would love to ask our wrap-up question, or the world-famous wrap-up question, mm. as Mel likes to call it. <laughs> if you could go back in time, what would the 50-ish Kelly tell the 20-ish Kelly? What <laughs> advice would you give her? I've thought a little bit about this, and I'd tell her nothing. I'd say just enjoy the ride. You're wow. a really, really lucky person. Just continue on. The yeah. surprise is half the thing. Yeah. I mean, we, we all would like to go back and say, don't sweat the small stuff. But I think that gets you to the point where we're at today where it's like, look at me. Look where we are. Yeah, this wow. is a pretty wonderful, like, you know, and I say it often and I, I know, I know it, it is a bit boring to say, but I really would say buckle up. She's going yeah. to be a pearler. She's going to be a wild ride, Dale. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. You know, maybe don't drink tequila after ouzo because you've ruined mm. a perfectly good top. But, yeah. you know, that's a whole other mm. night. Or maybe if you want to remember the night, <laughs> don't yeah. that's exactly drink ouzo. Oh, yeah. ever, ever mm. don't drink ouzo. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't Well, do for you younger players out there, I would strongly <laughs> yeah. heed you listen to that advice. Yeah, which they all do. I'll get that on a Lorna Jane T-shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Get that running oh up a hill. Oh, my gosh, maybe we need to start our own you <laughs> line know, of motivation. Line. <laughs> motivation. If you want to remember, don't drink ouzo. <laughs> don't ever. It? Don't drink ouzo after tequila. After tequila, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Good. Good advice. So that's it from us today. We hope you've enjoyed our chat with a truly fabulous Kelly Lowry, another awesome 50-ish up flying under the radar, just doing her thing and being freaking awesome. Don't forget to stay in touch. Follow us on Instagram at don'tgiver50 or email us at hello at don'tgiver50.com.au. If you have a suggestion for a topic you'd like us to discuss or if you'd like to put yourself or someone you know forward to be a guest, go to our website, www.don'tgiver50.com.au. And while you're there, sign up to be part of our 50-ish tribe. We would love to have you along. Also, and very importantly, if you've got a moment, leave us. Also, and very importantly, (laughs) if you've got a moment, leave us or send in a review. Sorry, everyone. I'm making an omelette out of this, aren't I? (laughs) Remember, gorgeous 50-ishers, life is for living. Don't give a 50 because we're all 50 and awesome regardless of age and living and ageing is an absolute privilege and just being awesome and bloody funny is our right. 
Absolutely. Thank you, gorgeous Kelly. Yes. My pleasure. That was the most Go fun I've had Go and do the stand-up course. And we're coming <laughs> to, to see the... Yes. Really? Just yes. Invita- I'll send the yeah. invite. And after, after the show, we're going to get you back on the podcast to do some show yes. for us. I love Great that. Idea. Yes. So, yeah. Follow up. Challenge Homework. You're well done. done. Yes. Yay. Get Thank writing. you, lovely ladies. You are amazing. Or were they open? Mm. Very much so. Very- oh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't say anything. <laughs>